Today we're talking to Giselle Ugardi, an online performance coach, and she's going to teach us everything we need to know about short form vertical video content. Oh, we're so excited to have you. Welcome, Giselle. I'm so excited to be here. It's so good to see you and hear you. It is so nice to see you too. I mean, it's been, I think we saw each other at Inman, but then you threw an event last August, a wonderful event in Atlanta, Georgia, the Recreate. And I got to meet you, listen to you speak at Recreate. Uh, Tell us a little bit about who you are, Giselle. Just give us your Give us your elevator pitch and share with us who you are and what you do. Absolutely. I call myself an online performance coach. So I'm an executive coach who blends personal development and high performance with marketing strategy and social media. One of my unique differentiators is that I am all about the power of video, specifically short form. I think even potentially before you knew me in person, you knew me from TikTok. (laughs) I did. Yes, I did. And now we're seeing TikTok find itself into reels and every other type of social media that we're using. And I have stumbled into the niche of working with real estate professionals, but I work with all, as I like to call them or call you, sparkly ball chasing visionary entrepreneurs who are service-based and forward facing. (laughs) Sparkly ball chasing entrepreneurs. That's brilliant. Yeah, there's, I mean, there are definitely type A people and you might be more type A, but um, my specialty is definitely working with like the type B of squirrel kind of human of, you see the sparkly ball, you wanna chase it before you even finished the last thing. And social media is one of those things where people will think that what they need help with is social media and they do, and you do. Um, But in actuality, what you end up finding with me as the online performance coach is, well, is it social media that you need help with or is it time management? Is it social media that you need help with or is it task management or people management or self-confidence or, a variety of different things. So I look at marketing with the lens of personal development and I do that through speaking, through virtual courses, um, and through training with different organizations and corporations and brokerages. Well, very impressive. And you're making quite the name in the real estate scene. I know you've been on stages just across the country and I think you're going to be at Inman here in a few. So that's exciting. Um, what, why do you think, your, this void that you're feeling, why, why now? Why do you think it's it's now's the time? Yeah, it, it was definitely something that I think especially showed up during the pandemic. At the time I was working at an advertising agency and we had a lot of clients whose budgets were cut or became non-existent. And all of a sudden, maybe they had access to a production team or awesome equipment or studios and they were stuck at home and felt like there was no way to be able to talk to their consumer. And also if we think back to when it first started, no one really knew what to say because no one really knew where the state of the world was going. And at the time it was also when I had stumbled across this little platform called TikTok and And I was building an audience and really quickly in a very authentic way. And so I simply felt like it was my calling to be able to teach my clients and now the masses and people who are listening like you to understand the power of video in that it's not about having a fancy production team or having a scripted commercial or about having the biggest budget in the universe. It's simply learning how you can scale your presence offline into an online setting. And so where a lot of you might get a little in your head about, I need to look perfect and I need to speak perfect and be perfect. 
no, 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 no. It's just like, for example, if you're hopping on a Zoom call, which is something that became prevalent for everyone during the it pandemic, is. but now it's a, it's a part of who we are and it's not going away anytime soon. It's not going away anytime soon. I'll say that one more time. And so whenever you're able to attach a voice to what you do, whenever you're able to attach a face to what you do, especially with all the trust issues that we have had coming out of the pandemic, uh, it, it just allows for your credibility to accelerate so much faster. And also it allows for you to be able to scale your time and your energy. Here's what's awesome is that you and I are having this conversation. I'm at home in New York. You are at your office in Arizona. And yet it did not cost me a flight. It did not, you know, have me packing a bag. I'm not, I'm wearing pajama pants right now and no one knows, <laughs> but we're having this conversation and it's going to take about 20 minutes and how cool that who knows how many people are going to listen to this recording or watch this recording at all hours of the day and days later. And when you do that, it's not going to take any more time or energy away from us. And if we wanted to, we could even take this 20, 30 minute conversation and we could chop it into little nuggets of conversations that we then share on social media. And then that turns into its own ATM machine to where for the month of July, I maybe posted once, maybe twice on Instagram, because for me, July is sort of my reset month. And yet every single day I have had a lead or a sale or you know a, a repeat client or just a connection in general because my profile and my videos are able to speak on my behalf when i am sleeping and i think that's the entrepreneur's dream is making money while you sleep and if you can find any way of being able to do that like that is a code that a lot of people fail to do especially if you're working by yourself or with a small team and it takes your face and dna to do everything that you're doing and so video allows for you to be in multiple places at once exactly as you would if i was with you in person and for some reason it seems like it's a skill but it's a lot of unlearning and and certainly strategy and support which is what i aim to do mm. A lot. There was a lot there. Let's let's kind of let's unpack that a little, because there, yeah, so many nuggets. I think that you just said in that minute or so, and I'm listening and I'm going, okay, I'm in. I know the power of it. I know it's not going away. I know that it's a trust accelerator with many many people all at once. And so if I'm listening and I'm thinking, okay, I really need to get my act together. I mean, as you know, the real estate market is changing. Yes. We're starting to see it cool off a little bit. Uh, from my perspective, I follow a lot of realtors on social and I see a lot of people that are really nervous. They're freaking out. And I think that what we know is, is it, when times kind of start to uh, trend downward, we need to push the gas on marketing, right? And so what would your suggestions be? You mentioned unlearning. That's something that kind of stuck with me. Um, what would your suggestions be for unlearning and strategy going forward on, on social? Absolutely. Well, there's one thing that I want to point out because this is a common misconception, and that is the difference between marketing and advertising, because sometimes we use those words interchangeably and they're not the same thing. So advertising is what you're putting money behind. Marketing is what you're putting out. It's what you're telling your story as no matter what you're putting behind it. It's your personal brand. It's your social media profile. It's even your elevator pitch in person. Like all of that is a representation of who you are and wherever you are. And a lot of times we think that we need to start putting money behind something and immediately. But the reality is, is that if you put money behind something, yet you don't have the marketing 
set up correctly, or you don't have the right credibility or sales page or website or landing page, or even contact um, lead magnet, contact collection part on the website, none of that is going to matter. And you're just going to be throwing money away. And so where we get to the unlearning piece, again, I think that we get stuck in whether it is grammar school or maybe it is this irrational level of perfection, or for some of you, it's imposter syndrome. Maybe you're brand new to real estate. Maybe you're brand new to having a website. Maybe you're brand new to Zudelio, like what, whatever it is. And, and for some reason you think that you need to have some level of perfection that isn't real. Ultimately it's, we need to think about the online experience as offline. So always put yourself in the shoes of the consumer. What would the consumer think? Now that's also where we get a little tied up sometimes because rather than our actual consumer, sometimes we think about our team lead or maybe our moms or our siblings or our friend who always gives you unsolicited advice when you didn't need to hear it. <laughs> Rather than like, okay, let's think about a brand new client. Let's think about someone who doesn't even know who you are. What do they want to see? What problem do they want to solve? Who do they need for you to be? What are they going to be looking at? And when I say they, you can put yourself into those shoes. And so where sometimes people will ask me, oh my God, how long should my video be? Or should I hold the phone like this? And should I use this? I just go back to, well, imagine yourself in the position of the viewer. What is going to make the experience as easy as possible for you? For example, chances are when you are scrolling, when you are researching, when you are looking for something, you're not on this massive desktop, you're on your phone. So even little things like does what you're doing make sense for the mobile experience? Let's take it a step further. Is your phone with the volume turned all the way up or is it on vibrate with it turned down? Because maybe you're out in public or maybe the kids are sleeping or maybe you're multitasking or you're on a meeting or whatever it is. Chances are your volume is probably down unless prompted yes. to do so. And so for example, if you are putting up a video and the first thing I see is a trailer or a black screen, or maybe you're talking, but there's no words or no captions, what are you going to do? You're going to go like this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You just did it perfectly. If you're listening to this, she just did this beautiful gesture of swiping. You're going to keep scrolling. So why would that be any different with a video that you're creating? So I would suggest like some of the unlearning is just taking basic observations. When you're scrolling, who are you watching? Who's making you stop that scroll? What's making you want to share that or save it for later? What's making you want to comment? What's making you not want to just watch the first few seconds, but you watched the whole thing, or maybe you watched it again. Don't pay attention to the what, but instead think about the how. So is it that they used captions? Is it that they had a really bold expression or a controversial statement? Is it that it was, um, you know, really quick in terms of how it moved from one transition or talking point to the next? Um, and even, even think about, okay, what was the thing that made you scroll? What was the thing that made you scroll? Oh, it took too long to build up or, oh my God, they just kept on talking and talking and talking and talking. And so it's just, it's reminding you like, listen, it's not a totally different beast. It's just putting yourself into that, that consumer's perspective of who am I talking to so that you can provide the information that they need in that given period of time.
Got it. It makes so much sense. And I think that we just don't take the time to think of it through that lens of the consumer experience. But I'm going to, I want to touch on something else because short form content, you mentioned it, it's where it's at. And, you know, we need to be making it. We know that as real estate professionals, we know that we can build trust with our audiences. Uh, and you mentioned we can all be doing this, but do you really, I mean, because, okay, you're a beautiful woman, perfect hair, it's so voluptuous, gorgeous smile, um, you know, just, just gorgeous, right? What do you say to the people uh, that maybe, you know, just don't feel very attractive? They, and they think to themselves things like, uh, I've got a face for radio. Uh, what, do you say to, what do you say to those people? Listen, what you look like is what you look like. So if you're taking meetings in person, then there's no reason why you shouldn't be on video unless <laughs> you are taking meetings in like, what's the, what's the thing in the Catholic church where you like have the confession, <laughs> you have like the screen yes. there. Like when someone walks into your office, do you then hide under the table? You know, like that, I, I hate to say it, but that's what you look like. And you can own it or you can change it, but either way, you're going to have to own it. And people see you and that's what they should be seeing on camera. It shouldn't be the glamour shots version. It shouldn't be the filtered version. That's even why I say, don't use filters. The filters are screwing you up. The filters are making you think that you look some kind of a way. And then all of a sudden you get on someone else's camera or you look in the mirror and you're wondering why you don't look the same. But some of my clients, I mean, let me tell you, I have clients who are 45 and 55 and 65 and you know older and they're using video and they're using that power. Think of it like a Zoom call. Think of it like a FaceTime call. And that's where I even wanna make a point too is that sometimes we think that with short form, either two things, how am I supposed to say everything that I wanna say in a short period of time? And also is the key to short form, shorter video? Like how long should it be? It shouldn't be longer than it needs to be. And that doesn't mean that you have to make a shorter video. That means that if you're going to talk for 59 seconds, that 59 seconds does not make it ideal for a reel. It's that you need to keep my attention for 59 seconds. And if you don't, that's going to work against you. The ideal watch time on a short form video is longer than the video itself, meaning that someone would watch that video more than once. But also you have to remember, you're not the encyclopedia of real estate or whatever topic you're talking about you are simply answering a question so here's one tactical way that i want you to start thinking about short form video is rather than thinking i need to tell everyone everything about the i buying experience i just want you to think of one question at a time or one topic at a time and i want you to think about it in a way that if your client called you and asked that question and if they said hey kayla i have 30 seconds, but I have a really quick question for you. Can you answer this for me really, really fast? Um, what, you know, and then you answer the question. You might potentially talk a little bit faster, but what you're going to tell them is only what they need to know. And if they have more follow-up questions, great. But I want you to think again, where the offline online thing sinks is, okay, if my client was asking me this question, what would I say? You wouldn't need to go look up the definition on Wikipedia or in your real estate handbook. You wouldn't need to write out a script. You should only be talking about what you know. If you don't know it, if you don't know about it, don't talk about it then. Think about what are you actually getting asked and every day. I like to say that if you get a question more than twice, that needs to be a keyboard shortcut, internal training or content. And even if you make it into content, you should make that content 
and regularly on a repeated basis as new people are coming to your profile all the time and you have new people who are in new seasons that maybe they weren't looking to sell their home three months ago, but they are now. And it's important for you to have that repetition so that when they come to your profile, they see what your expertise is and quickly. Mm, I love it. And, you know, I would encourage you to go binge watch Giselle's TikTok. We'll put her handle up on the screen uh, because you make really good content. One of the things that really sticks out to me about your content is it's fast. I mean, you do really quick scene changes and you deliver little tidbits so super quick. How did you learn to do that? So what I think you're referring to is an editing technique that refers to jump cuts. And the rule of thumb that I typically say with jump cuts is that if you have a pause or a comma or a period, what you'll do in post-production, or even if you're just putting your thumb on the record button and taking it off, is you're removing that dead air. And it allows for there to be um, a pattern interruption and motion that allows for you to say more in a less amount of time, but also get rid of any of that dead air and fluff and information that isn't serving you. And so that's something that I actually picked up on from YouTube 10, 11 years ago when I first started to upload content to that platform. I don't really anymore, but 10, 11 years ago, I started to study this platform that nobody was talking about. I was putting up content that I thought nobody would see because I simply wanted to get more comfortable using video when I was pursuing a career in entertainment news, which I did for a long time and also has contributed to my expertise in video and production. And so that's also one of the things that when I saw TikTok, I didn't see it as anything new. I saw the exact same parallels of what we saw on YouTube 10, 11 years ago, where here's this space with a bunch of extraordinarily average 16 and 17 year olds who it is exploding um, and the recommendation is absurd. And I was able to grow in quickly taking some of the techniques and observations that I had made from YouTube years and years and years ago. And ultimately at the end of the day, it's that people want to learn, people want to connect, people want to feel like they are surrounded by a community of, of other humans who understand who they are. And what I didn't even mention yet about short form video that's so important, you shouldn't be making short form just because it's popular or because you have this chance to go viral. You should be doing it because the future of social media is recommendation. And what that means is that you're able to get your content recommended to people who don't already follow you. And previously that was impossible to do, especially on Instagram without paying money and in a very targeted way. And so if, for example, you wanna talk about real estate and you're in a very specific region, it's possible now by using short form that your content will be recommended more to the right people who are local to you, who are looking for what you are doing um, and in the way that you're doing it without any additional energy or cost to you. And that is pretty cool. Yeah, so that the algorithm gods are like on your side when you make short form in, the, in your geographical area as well. Right, exactly. Very, very cool. Yeah, so a lot of opportunity there. I know that uh, just in my experience talking with you know realtors over the years, I think one of the things I see that gets in people's way is just their psychology, right? It's just their mindset. And as an online performance coach, I'm sure that you find this to be true. Uh, you mentioned it at the beginning of our conversation today that confidence is one of those things that you really pick up on uh, and, and you work with people on. So let's unpack that a little because I think it's important and I think that that really is what gets in the way usually 
of whether or not someone makes content or doesn't. Absolutely. And I think that was a mistake that I had about myself for a really long time is I thought that confidence was reliant upon perfection where I wouldn't feel good unless I was having a good hair day or unless I was a certain amount on the scale or unless, you know, uh, an outfit fit me a certain way or I had my eyelashes on or my spray tan or my makeup or any of those things. And that's not what confidence is, is actually about. It is just showing up as who you are and whatever that looks like in that particular day. I would be willing to bet that if you had a listing presentation for something that you were really, really excited about, that you would not cancel on that day because you had a pimple or because you <laughs> felt fat or because, you know, you just, you just wouldn't. Hey, it's, it's Kayla. I need to reschedule because I feel a little chunky today. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no. Like, you would just figure it out or cover yeah. it up or do what you need to do. And we shouldn't be treating video any differently. So rather than thinking about it like your phone or a piece of plastic or a camera, just think about it like a person. Think about it as the, the client that you want so bad. Think about it as food on the table for your family. And, and that where if you take the time to do it, it will eventually work for you. But here's the other thing that you wanna remember and that I remind even my my super luxury New York clients of regularly is, hey, I know you might be the best broker in the biz or you might be all of that in a bag of chips, but if you don't do video, guess what? You're gonna suck when you start. Like you're, you're probably gonna suck and you're <laughs> gonna be in your head about all of the things that don't matter. And that's also why you need a coach but it would not make sense for you to upload a video and have it do well and you feel really good about how you sound and how you look without practice. That's not true of anything. Just like the first time that you went on a listing presentation or even think about, you know, when you when you took the test or when you joined, what, all of those different things. Um, so there's no reason why video, even the uploading process should be any different but every single time you will and should have a learning moment. And it's not about the likes and the views. Maybe it's that, you know what? It took me 67 takes this time and now it only took me six. Or, you know, it took me, <laughs> it took me 70 takes the last time. And this time I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it in one take and have it be done. Um, and so it's just, it's changing the mindset and framing it in a way of this is how you're serving. And if people don't know your message, then they don't know that you exist. And this is an, this is money left on the table because now social media is a search engine. That's where people are going. Even if you're given as a referral, people are looking you up. They're Googling you. They're looking you up on Instagram. They wanna find out about you. They might not even share your phone number. Instead, they might share a video. They might share your Instagram. And so you either need to learn how to hop on that or know that you will miss opportunities if you don't. Oh, yes, I hear you. I hear you. And, you know, I'm listening and I'm in. So tell us, what would it be like to work with you? What could we expect if we were to reach out and, and wanted to uh, be one of your clients? Absolutely. So for real estate, we offer a five-week program four times a year. And I say we because I have a co-coach, Chelsea Pites, who if you don't follow her, you absolutely should. And with that, we teach you a lot of the 
most effective video strategies, as well as how to start looking at yourself as a property and your profile as your portfolio. Your portfolio is not just your listings. It's, it's not just your expertise. It's who you are as a human being. And so we teach you how to unfold that personal brand. Um, and then also throughout the year, I do occasionally offer in-person experiences where I will help you actually hold your hand filming video for you. Or sometimes people will fly out to Minneapolis and you'll work with my stylist and my photographer and my videographer. And in the span of two days, you get all of my attention and we knock out those videos in the best way, just because it's a lot easier to go home to whether it's Texas or California or Florida and say, Hey, I made these videos with my coach. Can you replicate this? versus just going up to some random videographer or 20 year old who you think understands social media better because they're 20 years old and they don't, by the way, um, and just saying, hey, can you help me make videos <laughs> for social? It's a lot It's a lot more effective when you have some guidance and we, when you actually have something to show for it. Um, because there's some people who they're like, I just know that I can't sit still for five weeks or I just know that I still can't hit that record button or upload button. And so we help you to, to quite literally hold your hand through that process. Um, and then also, of course, speaking. So conferences throughout the year, I'll be at Inman. Um, I usually am. Um, and, and that's another great way that you can catch my information. And as you mentioned too, plenty of free content on Instagram and on TikTok. Yes, I love it. And by the way, I watched the behind the scenes of the, the content, the two-day content creation and saw all of the excitement, saw all those stylists, the beautiful shots. Oh my gosh, that was so cool. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Yes, that was so cool. Well, hey, before we wrap up, I want to just share with you one thing. Got to pull it up here. So Giselle mentioned, if you get the opportunity to go see her live in person, do. You must. She is an amazing speaker. Uh, so last August at her Recreate Summit, she did this exercise with the group. And I just wanted to share with you that I have a timer on my phone for 431 to remind me of my three words, which were courage, passion, and consistency. So if you know, you know, but thank you so much, Giselle. You have definitely been a blessing to us here at Zudelia. We appreciate you. We appreciate all you're doing for the industry. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm so proud of you and happy anytime for you and hope to see you and squeeze you very soon.